Welcome to One Stop Shop, a weekly podcast that helps ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs learn from the best. Brought to you by Convergio. To learn more about managing all of your e-commerce tools, channels, and strategies from one dashboard, visit Convergio.com. Hi there, I'm Eddie Pinar, founder at Convergio, previously co-founder of WooThemes and WooCommerce. And in today's video, I want to talk about why profit is not a dirty word. So when I thought about doing this video, I was totally reminded about a, a younger 80 uh, back in the day, um, before even WooThemes. And for those that don't know me from that era, it is a different era, um, I was quite a fiery character. Um, and online, I was very, very happy to kind of, you know, be very brash uh, as I kind of entered into conversations, had a very strong opinion. Um, I was provocative, I was aggressive, all those, those fun things. Um, and I've slightly mellowed out um, and softened my stance, learned that it's great to have strong opinions, but I need to hold them quite loosely and be open and flexible to kind of being persuaded otherwise. I've also learned that kind of, you know, kind of being brash, being very kind of pushy is probably not the best way to persuade people. But the reason I share that is when I think about profit, it's one of those things that I, I get similarly kind of riled up, like literally. And when I kind of, again, when I thought through this video, and I'll give you some context about this now, um, I had that same feeling um, that definitely reminded me of those days. So I'm gonna try and kind of stick to the, the new 80, 80, probably 3.0 at this stage, um, and take a softer stance. But I am very passionate about this. Profit is not a dirty word. Um, and for anyone out there, and I hope that this comes across in kind of most of my videos at least, is profit is not about kind of the money. I'm not saying money is um, kind of the, the end goal always, right, for everyone. But profit is definitely not a dirty word. And profit is a kind of incredibly important part of building a business online. So the reason I wanted to shoot this video then was uh, I was recently kind of, you know, for a webinar that I'm, I'm teaching, I needed to kind of research some statistics um, on influencer marketing and specifically kind of, you know, Facebook ads, right? And I stumbled onto this post where the author kind of wrote and the title was um, literally how I spent $191,000 um, on Facebook ads um, and generated $374,000 in revenue. And it was one of those, not even kind of in a BuzzFeed-like way, but it was a catchy title, right? Um, I mean, it definitely jumped out to me and I was like, hmm, this looks interesting. Now, anyone that, that has the guts to spend almost $200,000 on Facebook ads, um, like, I want to read this. So I get into the post and there's 12 learnings in there. Um, and it's a good post. Many of the kind of the lessons, many of those learnings um, are very, very valuable. And I think there's loads of businesses that would totally benefit from it, um, which is also why I am linking that up for you in the show notes. So you can totally check that out. But I had one really, really big problem with the, the article and all the learnings. There wasn't a single mention of profit in the whole thing. And you might like, if you take that out of my words out of context there, you might think, geez, 80 is all about kind of money, right? But that's not the thing. My problem is the lack of mention of profit is this kind of, you know, over kind of exaggeration and this, this how we've prioritized and romanticized like top line revenue in online businesses, 
where that's what gets reported. Look at kind of you know any kind of tech publication or business publication these days, they report revenue. And revenue is 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 great, but if revenue doesn't kind of not come at a profit, then you're not building a real business, right? Like yes, some businesses have the funding to sustain losses um, for kind of you know whatever period of time. Um, many, many businesses that end up IPOing, for example, have sustained losses for ages. Um, but for most of us um, out there, myself included, um, I definitely don't have that kind of your know, deep pockets. So profit is important. That's how you kind of build a business. So I wanted to do kind of, you know, again, this is a hard kind of video to do because I need to remember all the numbers um, and I need to sound at least mostly accurate when I'm doing math on camera. But I wanted to kind of dive in to kind of that, that article and why I think kind of, you know, the kind of profit was the missing ingredients and how significant that is. So let's take a step back. The revenue was 374K um, and they spent 191K on ads. So that's about kind of your 51%. 51% of the revenue was already spent on ads. So that leaves them with a kind of a, a gross revenue margin of about 49%. In the comments of the kind of the, the post, the, the offers seem to suggest that, that kind of the cost of goods was probably around 25% on average. So if you take the 49% um, and you further deduct the 25%, it essentially leaves you with kind of your gross revenue, gross profit of only 24%. So 24% perhaps sounds a little low in a kind of your big volume you know, kind of business that is still, you know, could still be significant, right? But let's just evaluate that a little further. 24% on that kind of revenue is then, you know, about $90,000 in profit, right? That's pre-tax profit um, that the kind of the author, the business here um, earns, right? And $90,000 is not to be scoffed at, right? I mean, that is a significant amount of money, I think, for, you know, for most people. Perhaps not for Bill Gates, but most people, right? But there are a few other considerations when you look at that $90,000, right? Um, and those considerations should be how, over what kind of period of time was that money earned? Was it for a year? Was it for a month? I think if it was for a month and you could do that every single month, then it kind of you know, probably changes the perspective on this. The other thing that one kind of you know, needs to think about beyond the timeline is how kind of how many people actually needed to kind of earn a living um, or kind of gain a living, um, if you want to call it that from that money, right? So how many people needed to be pay, you know, paid to also pay their kind of personal bills? Um, if it is a single person that is able to take out $90,000 um, and we're assuming it was say for a year, then that is you know, pretty decent kind of you know, pre-tax money to be able to take out of the business. In some places in the world, and yes, San Francisco, I'm probably looking at you, $90,000 is also not kind of that much money, right? So again, there is that kind of you know context and that consideration to what that ninety thousand dollars actually means. And then in saying all of that, the biggest thing I'm obviously neglecting here is we're still assuming that beyond the kind of the, the Facebook ad cost and the cost of actually kind of the goods um, that were sold, there were probably other op kind of operational expenses as well, right? And the, again, the, the, the article itself makes no mention of what those operational expenses or overheads kind of were, because those things would still need to be cut, you know, paid um, and come off of that $90,000 before 
the kind of the owners or the ultimate beneficiaries of that kind of your business were able to, to take that money out. So there's loads of extra considerations there just to determine what is the actual kind of your profits. Um, and as I kind of have just kind of illuminated at least is it might be that the kind of profit that this this project, this campaign eventually generated is not viable. It's not sustainable in the long term. The, the last consideration that I have here that might... Um, that might sound a little kind of controversial on the surface at least, is you have to look at the, the kind of products sold as well. So the only thing we know about the products that were sold were that they were drop shipped. Um, and I totally plan on doing a different video about drop shipping in future because I think there, there's drop shipping and there's drop shipping, right? But if you consider this at least, stereotypically many drop shipped products are of lower quality. And Again, I'm stereotyping, I'm generalizing here, but work with me. If those kind of your products weren't of great quality, for example, I doubt that those sales would kind of create happy customers that would come back for kind of repeat purchases. So the context to that here is that in most e-commerce businesses, what you are relying you know, on is that you will at least get X percentage kind of repeat purchase rate or the ability to take your average order value and be able to upsell someone, right? Because those kind of, you know, those triggers are what helps you kind of scale and especially scale your expenses. So if we're assuming here that this business had a lower quality kind of product, had kind of less happy customers, it likely means that, you know, due to the lack of that kind of repeat purchase rate, that this is not a sustainable business in the long term, right? So they can probably, let's assume they ran this in a, in a period of kind of three months, right? They might be able to do the exact same thing for the three months thereafter. But eventually, that kind of business will kind of start churning itself out. And like, we have definitely seen that on our side. There are some businesses that have this insane growth curve um, and then they eventually tap out because almost like they're found out, right? You can only get so many new customers through your door, kind of making those new purchases, helping you kind of you know, grow that revenue before kind of word gets out that, hey, this product is actually not great, or hey, this business, um, their practices aren't that desirable, right? So again, like there is context um, to kind of all of this. Any article that kind of proposes that you should spend 200K on Facebook ads and that you will generate almost 400K in revenue needs to be kind of taken or read at least with some grain of salt and again i'm not trying to discredit the the article as much as i am kind of saying you know for anyone watching this video and if you've gotten this far is really look at kind of the profit go calculate the actual kind of profit um and for me that's part of kind of a bigger you know idea and a bigger conversation um, and again something for a future video but just around kind of for you as a business owner your business needs to serve you. And one of the ways in which your business kind of serves you and serves your life is that it actually generates in profit, right? So don't take anything out there in the kind of, you know, sales and marketing space um, as kind of religion, right? Scrutinize it. Um, remember that those articles are meant to gain your attention, right? And they are valuable, right? But it's your job to also think through what kind of, you know, the, the impact is on the profit in your business. Profit is not a dirty word. 
many other dirty words, profit isn't one of them. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you have any ideas, feedback, comments, please do so below. Um, I am very passionate. I could probably go on for ages about this, but we should totally connect in the comments instead, or you can just shoot me an email and I'm happy to chat there as well. I hope you have a great day and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. One Stop Shop is a production of Convergio. Learn how to manage all of the marketing tools, channels, and strategies that you need from one dashboard by visiting Convergio.com. This podcast was produced in partnership with Come Alive Creative. For help building, improving, and marketing your e-commerce store, visit ComeAliveCreative.com. To listen to more episodes or to give us a rating, please visit Convergio.com forward slash iTunes.